Did you know that you have the power of fashion? You do. And most people are not using it to their full advantage. They are not showing up as powerfully as they can in their day-to-day lives with their consumer choices and how they are styling their everyday looks. I'm Tara Patton, and I created this podcast, The Power of Fashion, to remind people that you have everything you need right in front of you. It is my mission to help people work with what they have, to simplify their lives, and to live their very best lifestyle. Now more than ever, it is time to take advantage of what you truly want your life to look like. And that is everything from what your closet looks like, what your relationships look like, how you travel and who you do business with. And here on the power of fashion, we have the opportunity to talk to some of the world's thought leaders, some of the most elite fashion minds in the industry. And as your host, Tara Patton, it is my great honor and pleasure to present to you today's episode. Thanks so much for joining us and enjoy. Good morning and welcome to the power of fashion where one decision can absolutely change your life. I'm your host, Tara Patton, and we have a very special guest today joining us all the way from Pretoria, South Africa. Welcome to Joanna Small. Hello. Hi, Tara. Thank you so much for welcoming me. (laughs) And you are a financial coach specifically for South African nurses. This is so important, such a great topic um, and and focus. And I would love to hear more about how you went from being a nurse to expanding into helping nurses with their financial mindsets. Okay. Hi, everybody. Um, I am very passionate about helping women, helping nurses getting out of um, the sticky debt situations. Um, I was there myself. I went through dark storms. I went through, uh, my house was nearly on auction. And then in this journey of uh, struggling and not being able to cope and having a poverty mindset and believing that you need to uh, have so many credit cards, debts, debts, debts. It's there where I realized after having coaching and getting out of the situation that this is painful and I will not, and I, my desire is not to allow anybody, if I can help, to go through the same situation. I'm a nurse, uh, RN working in our COVID ICU and every month and I hear the same story over and over again, a day after payday, I don't have money, I'm broke, um, my salary is not enough, um, got too many debts, blah, 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 blah. Then I, I start coaching. I didn't even know that time it was coaching. I was just talking to them. Why are you broke? No, I've got this and this and this and this. Then as I journey with them, I realize it's not about the salary. It's about going out there and just making debts without taking in account what do you have left for the month yourself. And some of our, our, our nurses isn't even willing to let go, not even to sacrifice so that they can get out of the financial situation. And it all starts in the mind. This is a mindset game. 
So I used to talk to them and I managed to let a few nurses see that that is not good. They would come to me with their notebooks uh, during the tea breaks and I would chat to them and I would tell them, okay, the first things first, this is what you must do. List all your expenses. Isn't it when people hear the word budgeting, they go into this spasm mode, tummy ache, because budgeting, it reminds them of something similar like you need to diet. Yeah? So it, they feel deprived. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I, I will just start in teaching them, write down your expenses and then come back and tell me um, where can you cut, where can you do this? And so they came in with little tidbits and I realized before I could even uh, teach somebody else, empower somebody else, coach somebody else, I must start on my own doorstep. And that is in my um, speciality. And it really worked. I spoke to so many. And then one day, because when I came out of this financial situation, difficulties, I, I had to get coaching. I didn't get out of my on my own. I would have never gotten out. I had to do a 30, it was a 30 day money makeover. Um, and I was coached by um, a certain lady and after that, I realized, okay, I have got my foundation roadmap, there I go. So I didn't know that time I was just coaching people until one day I was on a call with my coach again, she's from the States. And she said to me, girl, you need to start charging now the way you are busy. And I said, but I love what I'm doing. She said, yes, there's a difference. You can love what you do, but you also need to get paid or else you're going to get burnt out. And I launched my first workshop. There was five people, five nurses in, and the five that was there, that was my testimony. They went from being not worrying about their finances, spending like crazy, being complaining every month to showing me the proof that we are heading there, paying off the one day after the other day. So I was super excited. I'm still excited about it. And that's where the money mindset coach uh, came to life because I realized it's not just about the money and the finances. This is a big mindset game. And I had to bring the two together. And even in my coaching program, I start off with mindset and then detail. One girl that finished the three month course um, in December last year, she, I still got a testimony. She said to me, I was hyper irritated. <laughs> when you started off with all this little nitty gritty things that I thought it's not important. Why financial decluttering? Why decluttering? Why this? Why? She said, I didn't see the picture at all. I was just in my brain telling me, when is this girl going to come to the real deal, the budgeting aspect? And she said it was only when she reached the point when we started with budgeting that she said, thanks God. Now I'm here. I know how what I messed up or fall, defaulted, everything like that. So yes, that is where I started. And it's one decision that can change the whole situation. I had to make a decision. I was overwhelmed. I didn't know what to do. I had to make a decision. Enough is enough. I'm going to look for help. And it changed my life. So one decision can change anybody's life whether it is on which field, it doesn't matter what 
but it can change your life. So anybody listening out there, if you are afforded the opportunity to change, to shift, to make a, 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 a new, take a new direction, go for it, girls. Go for it. Yes. <laughs> Reach on, Johanna. That's why I started this podcast too, because the power of decision is the power, right? And you yes. you just said it. You just said it. I love it. I love it. And you know what? Yes. I, I love that you just really reinforce how simple it is, but it's not easy and how you need a coach. It's true. Very true. I couldn't have done it without a coach at all because I didn't know where to start. Just a short, uh, uh, very short. I used to, before the coaching, I could get my annual birthday bonus, which we as nurses get. It's equivalent to your salary. And I will take it and I will pay off a credit card. I will pay off this and this and this, and I'll celebrate. A year down the line, double the trouble. Two credit cards. <laughs> more store card bills. So can you see why I said this, I needed to get help and it's all about the mindset because now I know why I went that direction. So it's important, coaching is so important. Yes, and you know, you said something else earlier um, about people in total distress and, and it's not how much that you make, it's how much that you spend and the distress comes from that. So um, what yes. would you say, and I love the work that you're doing, by the way, especially helping these nurses. And I know that everyone can benefit from really taking a look at their spending. Because mm. I know people that have very little, that have very small salaries and have retired as millionaires because they put something away in savings, you know, for their entire career. And, and boom, here you go. They've got six mm. figure salary for the rest of their retirement, you know, mm -hmm. and that, that happens through planning and through, through under understanding how money works. So what would you say is the biggest thing that people are, are doing that maybe they can stop doing when it comes to that spending or just, you know, where can they start besides contacting the money mindset coach you, of course. <laughs> yeah. The very, very first thing people need to start is what do you want? What do you want to achieve? This mm. is the big question that you need to ask yourself. What do you want to achieve? And you need to write it down because under there, you must write down one or two, not 10, one or two achievable things that you can do. I'll make an example. If somebody is so in debt and she doesn't even have um, um, money, uh, money left, what do you want to achieve? Maybe I just want to pay 5% of my uh, my total debts, if I can just not pay off, reduce 5% of my total debt. So that is what you want to achieve. That, that is your, your, your goal. How are you going to achieve it? Then you write it down because there is always money in a budget. I didn't believe that statement that all oh, I was saying, my coach is crazy. If she, I looked at my budget and where did she see the money? So remember, there's always money in your budget, but now it's like taking a scissor and starting to cut the whole, its expenses. So first, what do you want to achieve? Second, write it down. Two things only, or one, start with one, because 
or else if you too many, if you don't achieve it, you're going to be overwhelmed. One thing that you want to achieve, and then how are you going to do it? It's by starting, you know your trigger. You know exactly what's going on the moment your check reach your, 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 your bank account. Are you ignoring uh, your automated payments and shoops off to the shops with a card and going to just buy, buy, buy? Or is it possible for you to take $20, $30, 30 rand, whatsoever your currency is, and just putting it aside? Now, people will say it's small, it's nothing, it's you can't do anything. But it's not about the amount at this moment when you're so deep in debt. It's about cultivating that habit that I cannot just splash. I must put something away. And mm -hmm. then uh, uh, you can use it for something else. Uh, you can put it away and uh, like start an emergency account. So there's not much that you do. First things first, what do you want to achieve? Write the one thing or the two things down. And then ask yourself, is there a, any small amount of money? Because there is. If you can drink coffee that costs this much every day at work, if I can buy takeaways at work that cost th this or that much every day, if I can just take, say, equivalent to one week of coffee, spread it over one, uh, 30 days, and take that money and put it away. If you multiply it by 12, it will give you an amount. So it is not about the amount that you put away. It's about the habit. Mm. And that is where we start. What do you want to achieve? Write it down and please, it must be achievable. It doesn't mean, uh, uh, if you say, I want to pay off all my debts and your debt is equivalent to $50,000 or 50,000 South African rent. And you know, you don't even have a thousand dollars left or a thousand rand or whatsoever. Just be real to yourself because success leaves clues. Look around you, speak to somebody that can encourage you, speak to somebody that can motivate you. I've been for all these years after my coaching, I've been my, my very, very, very close friend. She is very successful. She is, um, seven, she's got, uh, I think, seven figures or more. She never talks about the money, but she's very humble. But I've been following her and I've been seeing what she's doing every month. She's doing what all the other successful people in the world is doing when you read wherever. When their money comes in, they don't throw a party and say, hallelujah. <laughs> there we go, <laughs> it's party time. <laughs> it's not about that. It's about allocating your finances, allocating this amount goes there, this amount goes there, that one goes there. And after allocating your money, remember, you need to allocate your money to different things. You know what's going on in your account. So allocate your money. And after that, there must also be a pocket for personal development or entertainment. And sometimes you'll find in the beginning of your struggles, your entertainment budget might be very little if you are serious on this journey. But as you get out of it, as you progress, as you pay off, as you adjust, as you tweak, it will get so much that you say, okay, fine, I can, I can afford to drink my coffee every day. Because not everybody wants to get out of debt, that I must tell you. Some people just want to live 
a little more being able to afford to buy that special dress or to go and eat out every third month or just not to be overwhelmed and stressed to be able to pay that accounts and still go and buy your groceries without flip, uh, going to a few stores or online searching, just going and buying and then still have something left. Uh, so that is the most important thing. The question must be, what do you want to achieve? Because that will set you off. And even if you get overwhelmed, after three, four days, you'll get back to the same question and write down one achievable goal. What do you want to achieve? What so yeah, that achieve? is that. I love and that. Remember and remember success leaves clues. Success leaves success. clues. I'm just going to say clues. that. That's great. I love <laughs> that. So one to two uh, achievable things. What do you want to achieve? Write them down. Mm -hmm. You know, whether it's getting yeah. out of debt, purchasing, you know, making a large purchase, uh, having a certain yes. money, uh, amount of money in your savings account, but mm -hmm. what do you want to achieve mm -hmm. financially? And that'll keep you going from, yes. from, you know, or make those new habits, like you mentioned, of yes. not, yes. not buying yes. coffee or throwing, that does add up so much. Even I remember I used to work in this office building, they didn't have a fridge, so no one could bring yes. their lunch. So we'd all have to go eat out every day. And after about a month of that, I thought, this is really expensive you know expensive. Um, yes. so it, it was actually cheaper for me to buy a little fridge and put it at my desk so that i could uh. bring bring my lunch in and just keep it in there and uh you know yes. and that that was my solution and then other people wanted All to habits. use my my fridge too and i would rent i would charge rent <laughs> so, so, yeah five dollars a week <laughs> <That's you guys>. <laughs> That's clever. Yeah. That is the other thing that that uh, that I just want to quickly say. There are many different uh, uh, opportunities. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of nurses that is in uh, they are selling stuff. They're selling health and wellness products and things like that. So if you are so deep in, you need to get something that you can also um, uh, sell or market or whatsoever. Uh, don't despair. Uh, where you are at the moment, where this person that is so deep in debt is in the moment. We all have been there. Financial freedom, there's no judgment. There is no judgment at all. Because I can't judge you. I would know where I'm coming from. The multi-billionaire uh, won't judge you because they know where they started. They know everybody had some or other default faults that they made, mistakes that they made, and we they learn from it and they skyrocketed. Mm, I love that skyrocketed. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and you know, and you touched on it so many, so many times in so many ways. And I really want to drive this point home for our listeners, Johanna. And that's mm. the mindset game. No, because mindset, your thoughts, if you do not align it to your financial goals, if you don't do not change habits, that's where the anxiety, the stress, and the overwhelm take place. Mm -hmm. And that's what mindset is all about. That factors that pops out, the anxiety, stress, overwhelm. What, why did it happen? It's because of one action or one habit that um, I adopted or I've got. And if I don't get rid of it, uh, like just make an example, a habit of before you even, your salary just, you just heard the phone go off and then you decide, I'm going, I'm going to 
isn't it we say I'm going to spoil myself mm. that I'm going to spoil myself sometimes is it's a good thing but sometimes it's not good because uh, you it's like throwing a pity party uh, I've worked so hard I, I deserve it I need it but then the budget is not allowing it but no I need it and then after finishing what you do and uh, paying and spending then you come into your room and that's where it's only you and your thoughts and that habit that kept you stuck. Nobody can help you. So your, your family can't help you because they didn't send you to the market to go and do what you do. So it's self-care, emotional self-care to know that going out there, I need to be conscious at all times, financially what I'm doing. And it becomes easier because uh, we change habits. It, you know, it just becomes more easier uh, as you continue to know that what do I want to achieve? Even in that supermarket, when you want to start overspending, is this what I want to achieve? I think just reverse the question, is this really what I want to achieve? And then as you go on packing in the trolley, trolley, I think by the end of that trolley journey, you will get back to the same question. Is this really what I intended to buy? Is this really how much I intended to spend? And I promise you, you won't say it every month. You won't say it every six months. Uh, you will say it when your actions is not align aligned to your goals. Then you'll tell it to yourself. And you yeah, know, so you, you mentioned that too, you know, that the after effects, right? So you go and you spend all this money. How is that guilt and shame and all that other, you oh know? Oh my word, it's guilt. It's stress because suddenly you didn't uh, budget for this. Now you go and you buy. And then your child or your uh, husband, significant other, brother or what, come and say, we need this and this. Can you please help us? You cannot help anybody. But most of all, I always say, reality, go stand in front of your mirror. I've got a full body size mirror in my bedroom close your door and stand in front of them, your mother and say, Joanna, you went to the mall and you went buying. Now what now? That person looking back at you will never lie. You will see, you will feel that energy of I made a mess. I spent too much. Um, what now? You know, I always say our emotions in our brain, uh, our thoughts is talking back to us. Mm -hmm. And it's bringing you back to one thing. What do you want to achieve? That, that to me is very important because it's a question that I ask myself every time, every time I didn't make it. Even if, you know, things happen, emergencies happen. Uh, there are times that you couldn't help it. You needed to take that money and do something else. I'm not saying you mustn't do it. Things happen. That you can't say when somebody, something happened in the house, it's an emergency. Then you say, what do you want? What do you want to achieve? No, there you help. But then after that, just come back and come and sit with yourself and try and work out something because that is what you need to go back to that drawing board and see, okay, it didn't work out because an emergency happened, but next, um, next paycheck, isn't there something, can't I take a small amount and allocate it towards something that I didn't pay as yet? So it's very important to ask yourself continuously what do I want to achieve? And even if you falter, come back 
to the one goal and sit and see how you can work it out so that you can, I, I literally call it breathe again. Breathe again. <laughs> yes. That's a, that is wonderful. And I love the flip of the question too that you mentioned earlier, Do is this what I want to achieve? So if you're not clear on what it is you want to achieve, if you are going, I do this with shopping for clothes now too, you know, as a stylist, yes. it's like, do I really need this? You know, uh, yes. and, and you just kind of ask yourself, is this something I want? Or is this something uh -huh. I need, you know? Yeah. And if it's something I'm not really like, yes, I absolutely need this. I will set it back down. And that's how I stopped making really bad, you know, financial decisions with around clothes and shoes and mm -hmm. makeup and all the things, because I did what you're talking about with, with a coach and mm -hmm. sat down and said, yeah, I'm spending all this money, like at the drugstore, at the makeup counter, you know, and I don't need to do mm -hmm. that. We all went there. We all went there. I used to buy shoes and shoes and shoes. And when I come home, four or five pairs will lie in, will lie in that cupboard for one year plus without me even stepping into it. So what happened? I just had that impulse. I want to buy a shoe. I like it. And when I get to home, it's actually, I didn't like it. I didn't like the heel. I didn't like the way. I didn't like the color, but I bought it. And my mistake always is I throw away the receipts, the slips, instead oh, yes. of keeping it, because every shop will allow you to bring it back within a certain period. Like if you buy it from the shop and you come home today and maybe you decide you don't want it, there is a return. They're not going to give all your money, but you're going to get something. But I always lose the slips. <laughs> But if you ask that question before you buy it, then you're not in that predicament. What do you want to achieve? Is it really necessary? I like your question. Is it really necessary? Yes. Because sometimes we're too in a hurry and we don't want to ask ourselves the questions. Or what I found on this side of the world with my uh, peers, my colleagues, um, the I deserve it. I've worked so hard. But we don't look at the whole, the real, the the, the whole picture. It's fine. It's really true. We are working hard. But why will you and not spend it wisely or mm. not try to get out of the sticky situation? Or you when you get you out, you go hard. back, right back. Like you said, you get the birthday bonus and then the next year it's double trouble. You know, why do you keep repeating the same experiences? That's so and That's good. why coaching is very important cannot get yourself out of the situation which many people can't then you need coaching that's that and what was the catalyst for you johanna when you said enough is enough i can't keep doing this i need help how at what point did you say i, I don't want to live like this anymore you know what my husband landed in intensive care unit he had a heart attack and he was in icu heart attack then he went into total organ failure. It was a very stressful time. He was in intensive care, ventilated, um, really critically ill for four weeks. And it was in that period that a question came up to me. What would happen if your husband, which is contributing financially so much to the household is no more there and you, on your side, you, you are so much in debt. You, you've accumulated so much store cards, credit cards. 
what would happen? That was my turning point because there I realized I've got a daughter that must still go to tertiary. I've got a, a husband critical in intensive care unit. So what now? And that's where I decided, I actually got help in that terrible period. I didn't get help when I was sailing in smooth, smooth waters. I was in terrible situation that I realized now it's the time to get help because your, 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 your husband is in ICU. There's no gonna be no second income. Your daughter is, uh, it was uh, a year before going to tertiary. What now? So that was my turning point. That was my crossroads mm. where I had to make a decision. Whether And in that period of time, I didn't have money for a coach. <laughs> Believe me or not. I actually doesn't want to say it, but I have to say it for somebody that is listening, that is saying, I need to, to get me a coach, a, uh, whatsoever you're doing, a stylist or what type of coach. I took my credit card and I paid the coach. And after the payment went through, I cut that credit card up and I said, I've got bad news for you. This was the last time that you were used. And I never, ever, I've got no credit cards. I never, I started the coaching and my coach even asked me after seeing my old situation, sending me a few things. She said, where did you get the money to pay me? And I said to her, this is what I did. And I don't regret it. It was the best thing that I could do because it was the last time that I told myself to get myself in such a sticky situation. I'm not going there anymore. So I want to encourage every woman listening in, every reader, every listener, that it's not too late to make that turnaround. It's not too late. And the ex it's not an excuse. I won't say it's an excuse, but if you need, if you want help, you will get help. In my situation, I realized it. I didn't have money. I didn't have, even have emergency money at that stage. Like now, you know, when something happened, you take from your emergency money. I didn't have anything, but I decided I can't go on like that. Uh, it's not good for myself. It's not good for me, my emotions. What message am I giving to my daughter? And what am I telling my colleagues if they look at me? we are all qualified we've got degrees and we work but it, we it doesn't show in our money so what now so this was my that was really really my turning point standing at that bedside and looking at this very ill guy and realizing thanks god my husband is okay now but still it was my turning point that i had to turn around and make things happen and you not just changed your life, but you changed so many other people's lives who you've coached as well. Yes, I am full force. I just go out there. I even, when I'm standing in the supermarket <laughs> and people will talk about life that is difficult. I am very, I'm a, I like talking. So I will listen to them and say the lady in front of me and I'll chat and I said, why do you say life is difficult? And she'll throw something out. I've got many debts and I don't know how to get out of it. Then I'll start my conversation. Uh, sometimes it's just to give her a tip. I will give her a tip there in the row. Um, 
And uh, others will, one lady said, give me your telephone number. And she really came back to me. But most of the time, when I'm in the supermarket, I just give a tip. Okay, if you say you can't afford it, why don't you go back and see where you can tweak this and you can tweak this? Because to me, it's all about giving. Um, my coach uh, likes saying, move the free line, give your best for free, and the universe will send the rest to you. And tips in the supermarket queue, wherever I am in the doctor's, <laughs> in the doctor's consulting room, somebody chatting, how are you? I will start the chat. The, the receptionist, they, uh, by now everybody knows where I go, I chat. <laughs> and it's very important. I can completely relate, you know, I, I do the same thing. It's, it's just like, it's important for me too to realize the power that we have to impact other people. And like you mentioned yes. about your daughter as well, there are people that are watching us, younger people, you know, people that love us, that, that are going to be impacted by our decisions, uh, you know, whether we realize it or not. So I love that you are an example and you have embodied this and you are helping people everywhere you go. And it's such a great honor to, to get to have you on the show today, but also to have this conversation with you and and i can't wait to have more people join i know you have some facebook groups that are really great but find you on facebook the money mindset coach joanna small and you're also on instagram at small joanna that's s-m-a-l-l-j-o-h-a-n-n-a yes that's correct that's <laughs> very correct and what would you like to leave our listeners with today? Another little tidbit for them from the Money Mindset Coach in South Africa, all the way from Pretoria. And thank you so much also for the work that you do in the COVID unit um, over there. And you know, that's very, very brave work on all around levels from, you're helping people from their minds to their body. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I just want to tell everybody, somebody listening, don't be too hard on yourself. Don't be too hard on yourself. Where you are, this journey that you travel, where you are today is not when, where you're going to land up. Mm. Be merciful to yourself and look after yourself. Uh, you've got to look after your finances. But if you are not well, you cannot look after basic things like your budget. Look after yourself rest when you must, self-care, nails, whatsoever you can do to make yourself feel better, a correct diet, just do it for yourself. Because remember on this journey, financial freedom, there is no judgment, but people will really judge you if you look worn down, uh, hair like a porcupine, um, uh, you know, not looking. <laughs> Just the basic things, look after yourself, self-care yourself, rest when you need to rest, and you will be fine. One step at a time, baby steps, because when you start out, you can't take giant steps. It's baby steps. And every time you want to give up, tell yourself, you will make it, but don't be too hard on yourself. Because I think that is a thing that shoots us all uh in our ankles or wherever because we we are too critical we are too hard on, on ourselves and success leave clues 
read about the success of the multi-billionaires. They all started, and all of them is talking the self-care route also. They started low down, and you've got to look after yourself and stay blessed and never disconnect your faith, what you believe in from your struggle, because it's your faith that will uh, uh, propel you forward. And that's all I can say. Don't be hard on yourself. You Aww. matter. You are important. Oh, that's so beautiful, Joanna. Yes, I've got we got the goosebumps. I love what you said about faith. You know, you there's no room for fear if you if you're li living in faith, and you know to give yourself yes. some grace and to you know be kind mm -hmm. to yourself and to others. And and uh, yes. I think the the reminder of this too shall pass is one that's been very important yes. for all of us, especially this last mm -hmm. year um, during the mm -hmm. pandemic. And uh, you know that it's not permanent; that it, it life will continue to change. And and we have the power of decision and habits and and um, amazing opportunities to work with coaches like you and uh, you know, the money mindset coach on Facebook, Joanna Small, make that decision, change your life. If you are listening and you want help, please reach out to her. This has been such an amazing conversation. I'm so very grateful to you and all the work that you're doing. And thank you so much for joining us thank today, you so Joanna. Thank you very much, Tara. And God bless you. God Bye -bye, bless everyone. you. God bless you. Thank you. <laughs>